Tay. Liz. Welcome back to another episode. Of Podcast 2.0. <laughs> we took a little week off. I feel like I needed to get my life together and you... I'm just out here living my best life. And I love that for you. <laughs> it's summertime. I have no children. <laughs> I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> she doesn't care that I'm doing my thing. She has nothing to say back. <laughs> Um, I love that you're doing your thing. I wish I had a lot more free time to also do my thing. I know. So very envious of all who don't have children at this current moment. Because <laughs> you got three whole ones. Three whole ones. And actually this week that we're going into now is the kids' last week of school. So. Oh my God. It's about. I didn't even think about that. Yep. This coming Friday is their last day of school and I am not prepared for how messy my house is going to be, how much fucking loud, how much food you're going to go How much food. That's (laughs) what I was most worried about is the food, bro, because my kids tear through some food even when they go to school. I know. And now they're going to be home all day long unsupervised. Unsupervised as fuck. EJ's going to be still. EJ will still be in his, like, daycare summer camp situation, but. I totally didn't even realize that it was that soon. Yeah, it's over. School is over. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure they're excited, but mama ain't. <laughs> mama definitely ain't. But the only thing that I feel like may help me and keep me going is a quick little mental health update. I think I had said on the podcast like way back when I first did it, but way back in January, right before I started my new job, I had an intake for a therapist, but when I had first did the intake, they told me that it would be about four weeks that I had to wait until I was assigned a therapist. And then four and a half, five months later, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What's good? Am I getting a therapist? I was literally calling them every single week for like the last probably month and a half. Like, hello, when am I getting a therapist? Because it was pushing almost six months. You know, right now it's the, it's the beginning of June. I did this back in January. Like, I was like, what the hell is going on? So finally, I got assigned a therapist. I had my first session last week, and I like her so I like that it's in person. Well, I had the option, either virtual or in person, and I asked to go in person. Because I just feel like it's easier for me when I have a routine. Like, I know when I'm going. I can, like, mentally prepare. I'm there. I'm not in my own space. Like, it's almost like... I tried the virtual thing. I don't really super love it. It's kind of weird. The only part that I like is that I can smoke and, like, chill and stuff while I'm talking. But I liked actually going because then you have like a safe place that you know, like no one can hear you, like no mm-hmm. one's gonna be fucking bothering you. Yeah. So I just started seeing the therapist, but I think I had asked you the other day if you were still seeing one because you stopped seeing oh, no. her. Um, and you said something to me which I thought was interesting, and that's what I wanted mm-hmm. to say on the podcast. You said that you don't really feel like you need it when you're not around people who are like draining my soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I just thought that that was like interesting because. I feel like I just need it all the time because it's like, it's my, uh, my thing. I feel like I've been doing therapy my whole life. It's my thing. So like, I like to be able to spill my guts, I guess. But like, what makes you feel like that? Like, what was making you feel like you needed a therapist in the time when you were going? I don't even know how else to explain it besides like. Like last resort, you felt crazy and had to do something about it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's kind of like how I felt when I got into therapy after I had EJ. It was like nothing else is going to make this mental feeling go away unless I am sitting down with somebody. At least I thought that maybe that would be like what would work. 
because I didn't know what the hell was going to work. But I just feel like I, every time I go to therapy, they're just, like, so amazed with, like, how much I know and, like, how aware, like, I am about things. And I don't feel like there's anything really that I take from therapy. It's more like I'm going there to, like, meet with someone who knows just as much information as I do to just sit there and talk about my life for an hour. Mm -hmm. And just for me to bitch. And I feel like I bitch to you for free every day. (laughs) So what the fuck is the point of me going? I just felt like in that moment I felt crazy. Like, in certain moments when I feel like that, it's like I needed advice, like, what the fuck to do. From someone who's a little bit more sane than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who is, like, maybe could tell me, like, the right thing. But mentally, you feel good now, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're in a better situation than you were a couple months ago when you were doing it. Yeah. And also, I already know this story, but I just feel like I have to have you share. But tell everybody who's listening about the one time that you asked if you could smoke while you were on with your therapist. Which one? Remember the one that was, she was, you asked her if you could smoke or whatever, and she made, like, an issue about it, and you were just, like, hung up. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't even just that. It was, like... I'm a person that I don't care. I'll go through 20,000 therapists before I, like, settle for one that I fucking hate. That's kind of always my issue, too, because I feel like I'll meet a therapist, and then if I'm not super feeling them, I'm kind of like, okay, whatever, I'm going to transfer. But then the transfer process takes forever. forever. By the time I'm waiting to get another therapist, I'm kind of just like, you know what, honestly, I'm over it, and then I'm over it, and then I'm back a couple months later trying to go through the whole six-month process of an intake and finding a therapist all over again. I feel like if all that shit didn't go down with my therapist, I probably still would have been in it. Like, I don't hate going. But at the same time, I do feel like there's not much really that people can tell me that I don't know mm-hmm. already. Um, but I had, like, that one lady, and I just wasn't feeling her. Like, I was in the middle of, like, a fucking explosion roller coaster with Chris at the time. Because, you know, every fucking week, it was something else. That was a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, in the middle of, like, it just happening, and I had therapy. So I was thinking, okay, perfect fucking timing for something to happen maybe she can like talk me off this ledge you know and the whole time she just kept going "Mm, mm, mm," and like shaking her head and like being fucking weird like not helping me at all and she's like maybe you should tell him how you feel like bitch obviously Obviously my man knows how i feel Uh i don't shut the fuck up everyone knows how i feel Mm -hmm. i don't even like you and you know how i feel right now so clearly I tell people and then I don't know what it was. I asked her if I could smoke a cigarette too. And she was like, I don't know what she said. She just said something. And I was like, uh, okay. And then she said something else that pissed me off. So I just like hung up on her and I called them right away. And I, I think like, you had told me right after it happened that you asked if you could smoke a cigarette and she said that she felt uncomfortable with that. I was like, bitch, what do you feel uncomfortable about? Yeah, I don't know. That's very weird. So then I just called right away and I was like, yeah, I'm done with this lady. I mean, someone else. And then I got that lady that I really liked, and then she just magically went on maternity leave out of nowhere, and no one told me, and canceled all my appointments. See, that's what I don't understand, because I feel like there's so much waiting and so much bullshit that happens like that in the mental health field, and it's just like, a regular doctor would never do that. So I'm just not understanding why it's not... Why it's so regular for that type. Yes, for that to happen. I know. I was pissed. That's why I was just over it. I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck this, bro. And I feel like I was still, like, going through the breakup with Chris, like, when that happened. So your mind was kind of all over the place. Yeah, but I was just like, you know what? Whatever. And then I just got over that shit by myself. (laughs) Without a therapist's help, okay? I am the therapist. I know, and also super proud because uh, 
your like emotions after the breakup didn't last as long as I thought they would because you know I know how you are with breakups but you were just over it super over it I don't even know how to explain like I said in the one podcast I just woke up one day and I was fucking over it yeah but I just realized like oh my god bitch you're trying so much for someone who's not even trying half as much as you but claims that they're trying so much but even like with the conversation we had a couple different times you and I I feel like some people, they take what they've been through and they let it make them stronger and they become a better human. And other people take what they've been through and they make it their whole personality and then they kind of just live in that misery forever and don't do anything and don't know anything different. Yep, and then it's, like, impossible for them to change. Like, my guess is I don't even, I would, wouldn't even be surprised if, like, at this point he stopped working on himself. Yeah, because there was... There was probably, no reason Yeah, to. there was no reason anymore. He was only doing it to keep y'all relationship, and then when you were done, it was just kind of like... Yep. Okay, well, I'll just go back to being, to being miserable a piece of shit. Yep, that I was. Yep. And that's, like, on you, bro. Whatever. That's the life you want to live. That's the life you want to live. It's not the one I want to live. That's why I left. Yep, period. I kind of want to talk about that a little bit too. So like, I feel like people have always judged me like, oh, she always got a different dude. Oh, she this, oh, she that. But like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, (laughs) do you feel like you should have to wait after a breakup to move on to somebody else? I feel like it's really whenever you feel ready, man. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like when my first breakup with Nick, I needed so long. Months. So long. Mm-hmm. I was crying over him for like a year, bitch. Like, <laughs> it took me so long to get over that. Mm-hmm. And then like other ones, it's taken me, uh, you know, months. Other ones, it's taken me fucking whatever. But I just feel like my parents are like that too. They seem, they make it seem like I can't keep a guy. Like, no, the man can't keep me, bro. Yeah, period. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Like, you should be happy that your daughter is not, like, staying and, like, sticking it out with this fucking asshole. Yeah. It's such a historic concept to, like, ride by your man. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not staying with anyone who puts me through hell or makes me feel miserable or I have to tell you and explain to you all the things that I want and they're not getting done. Like, no, I'm going to go somewhere where it will already be done and I don't need to ask for it. And I know sometimes, like, in the moment, like, when people are, like, in shitty relationships, like, even, like, when I was, like, in the beginning of breaking up with Chris, like, I was thinking, like, everyone was telling me, like, okay, like, you don't have to wait for him to, like, be the person that you want him to be. Just, like, go find the person that you want. Period. But, like, in the moment, it's like, okay, is there even, is that person even a thing? Yep. Is that even real? Yeah. You, you get know? so comfortable, and I feel like you also get so to a point where it's like, they're not giving you what you need. So, it's like, am I asking for too much? Yes. Am I ever going to get this? Is this mm-hmm. normal Are my standards else? too high? Yes. Yep. And then it almost leaves you in, like, that comfort stage. Mm-hmm. But fuck that. Big fuck that, bro. Because seriously, I say it all the time and I will say it until I die. Like, men are the easiest things to find and get. Like, yep. men <laughs> and sex yep. and dick. It is the easiest fucking thing. And I really feel like truly pussy runs the world. Yep. We, will, we can have and achieve everything that we want just straight because we're a force. We're women. That's it. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> So after we recorded our last podcast episode, that one was kind of hard for me, not going to lie, because I feel like that was the first time that I like came out and spoke about mm-hmm. 
I was almost kind of torn because like in that moment I did like it was me and him were obviously still communicating and I didn't know exactly which way I was gonna go and you pretty much told me like bitch it's now or never and I feel like in that moment that was kind of like the push that I needed because I was almost staying there because it was like a comfortable situation for me at that point which is crazy because sometimes you don't do that I know so that's why I was like come on bitch like he doesn't move the fuck just on. come on <laughs> like I'm, I'm not getting down with this right now so if i'm not getting down with that i know you sure should not getting down i know with it. i really wasn't and it's like i don't know it just is what it is but oddly enough so i finally leave dude alone and here comes tay's new boo popping up with the same fucking name literally the same name the same name bro and it's just weird because as soon as you told me you're talking to your dude i was like the first thing i said was i love that name i know i remember and now you got your own. Yeah, but basically, so I'm single. And I'm out here ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> with no time limit. Because we have no time limit with these men. I know. Because they really, I really feel like you just have to do what you feel is right. I know. And it's just like, I really was so torn because, like, obviously this was somebody that I cared for and shit. But at the same time, like, life is too short. And I feel like I'm 30 years old. I should be out here dating and trying to get to know people and like see who fits best for me not okay i wasted you know a few months with somebody okay like time to go you know like that's kind of what i had to tell myself because i was kind of like it's been so many months and i really do care for this person like this is this something that i can deal with but like ultimately it's just not and i don't want to deal with anything that i don't have to and it really is such like a good feeling because that was the same thing that i went through like with chris i just felt like there was just things that he wanted and stuff that I did not. And I had to, like, really sit with myself and just be, okay, like, what do I want, bro? Mm-hmm. And the he was not what I wanted. Yeah. So it was kind of just, like, a nice feeling to, like, choose me for one. So I'm, like, I, I'm grateful for him for the relationship because he made me realize, like, my worth for real. Mm-hmm. Even though he treated me like shit, like, it made me realize, like, holy shit, bitch, like, you offer this much like go find someone who also offers that fucking yep. much yep and that's why it surprised me with you because i feel like you've been with guys for like longer mm-hmm. and it was easier for you to cut them off than this i know like and your I, detachment is like crazy i know <laughs> which i've always been so grateful for because once i'm done i'm really like done um but i feel like with those other relationships that I'm in for like longer periods of time, I don't know. It's almost like the love for them, like even though I'm still in a relationship with them, like the love is slowly dying and then I'm kind of ready to go when it's gone, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was like the same situation as this, I feel like. Yeah. It was slowly getting less longer you were with him. Yes. Like it was slowly just like fading out and we still do like have conversation from time to time. Like, which I know you think is not normal. It is not normal. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I have like attachment issues as it is. And I feel like once I tell somebody something about me, like I, I could really be friends with you forever. Like, I don't know. We didn't work out in a relationship, but that I don't hate him. I, don't I know, know, but I feel like that, like I told you, like, I feel like that's cool. Like later on, but I don't think there's no way like you can break up with someone. And then the same day, three hours later, just be like, Hey, we're friends and texting as friends. Like, I don't really think that that works that way. I feel like it needs, like, time to get over it. Unless he was already over it because he's been with his baby mom the whole time. (laughs) 
or whatever the fuck was going on. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm over it though. Like he's cool. Like that's my guy. I feel like, but I'm over it. You know. And I feel like once I'm over it, there just is no turning back. That's always how I've been. That's how I am too. But there's no turning back like at all. You will have no fucking access to me, bro. You will really think I died. <laughs> dead. <laughs> just dead. Because I just hate. I just can't like. Even with, and I feel like, especially, like, when I move on with someone else, like, what is the purpose of me keeping my ex around? Do you really need that friendship that bad? Is that friendship that important to you? Of yeah. your ex when you are with someone else? Like, I wouldn't just be over here, like, hey, Chris, like, you were really cool. Like, we could be friends. Like, Chris could be my friend. Cool. I could be friends with him. Mm-hmm. But do I have to be friends with him? Do I feel the need to be fucking friends with him? Do I feel like it's appropriate to be friends with him? Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. And I feel like if I was to get into another relationship, like, yeah, probably not. Probably not, because that's my ex. But I also feel like, I don't know. I guess you're right. There is really no reason for me to stay in contact, really, because what am I gaining from the relationship? Nothing. You'll probably never hang out with him, really. You live so far. There's just no fucking reason. He's obviously a toxic person to a degree. Like, what is the reason to keep that? That's what I always tell you. You keep fucking bad energy in your life by having all of these fucking people just around no, all the time. You, you might be right, though. I am. I know <laughs> I am. <laughs> and that's why my purpose in life is to fucking give everybody knowledge. So here I am giving you the knowledge. You're welcome. <laughs> Period. On podcast 2.0. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> so do you want to tell us more about you living your best life and what's been going on with you so i have a man's now period his name is lorenzo <laughs> <laughs> love that for you um, also was kind of triggering in the beginning when y'all first met but i got over it i know <laughs> i don't know he just really is the best human ever bro like i don't know how to explain him besides like the best human ever and i can stamp that because you know i had to meet him i know and he really is the best human mm-hmm and definitely, like, the best guy I've had in, like, 26 years of my life. And it's so crazy, like, the amount of love I feel like he showed you so far. Like, more than I feel like I ever saw Chris show you. And granted, I was only there for the end of that, but... Or anybody for that. Any Yeah, anybody. I feel like any guy I've yeah. been with, for real. Yeah. Like, the thoughtfulness, the, like, including me in everything. Like, even today, I fucking left his house and he texted me when I got home. He's like, I already can't wait to see you again. Like, just little shit like oh. that, bro. Like, he's just the fucking best. Like, there's a nice person to everybody. I don't know. But he always plans shit. So, I, I went to AC for the first time yesterday. And I need to go back and, like, on some drunk shit, not some family shit. Facts. Like, it was fun doing the family shit. Don't get me wrong. I had a really good day. And it was just nice that everything was, like, planned for me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, my brain's, like, all over the place. Yes. That also, not to keep bringing him up, but that was my issue with, you know, my ex. I feel like in the beginning he was planning things and then it was like slowly, he got lazy. Yes, like got lazy and it was slowly starting to like fall on me. And anyone who knows me knows that I have so much on my plate in my real life. If you're going to be in a relationship with me, like you either need to like alleviate that or I just don't, I don't want to do too much thinking. I, I, I need know. to be with a man who can lead for real because I don't want to do much too much thinking. I know. And that's why it was so like even this just for AC, like before he I went there, he texted me. And he was like, bring this amount of clothes, bring a bathing suit, bring a beach towel, bring a toothbrush. Like, texted me before I fucking 
you know, even started getting my life together, I have a list of things that I need because mm-hmm. he just knows. Like, there's so many things that he just does that I don't even have to fucking ask, bro. Like, he just knows. Like, the looks on my face, and it's crazy because it's only been, what, like a fucking month? Mm-hmm. Like, the looks on my face, what I'm, like, everything. Just fucking weird. Like, I don't know. He a just real man. Rest. Yeah. Like, takes my bags, opens my doors, like, everything. Babies me when I need it. Mm-hmm. And, like, a super vibe, too, because even the one day that I hung out with you guys, we all went down by, um, like, the waterfront or whatever. We smoked. We chilled. We ended up playing basketball. Mm-hmm. It was, like, such a vibe. Like, he was cool. He, y'all didn't make me feel weird. Because I've definitely been, like, around you and boyfriends before where I'm, like, very much made to feel like the third wheel. Not by you, obviously, but, like, they don't fucking like me or yes. they don't want to be around your friends or whatever. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was, that was cool. And even the AC thing yesterday, like his plan, like he originally texted me saying like for you to come and bring the kids and shit for all of us to go. I know me working on Saturdays is really blowing my shit. It's really cramping my summer style. I know. That's why I'm so happy that I fucking don't have to work weekends because what would I do, bro? I know. I hate that shit. Like having to wait till 6 PM to start your fucking Saturday. That sucks. I know. And then it's cool. I have Sunday, Monday off, but Sunday and Monday are not. Saturday Saturday and Sunday a Friday Saturday yeah nope it was just so weird to me though that when like before I met him that I was telling you for so long that I wanted to like go camping and stuff and I was like trying to plan a camping yes forever you were trying to plan that and then you were like we kind of got to go right now before it gets too hot and then like that was the last that we talked about it for real because we're great at having all these ideas It's just coming through with them and actually doing shit is the problem. And that's why he's the best because he just puts all the things together. I know. I love that. But um, it was just weird because I literally was planning the trip and then that next weekend he invited me to that first camping trip. Yep. I didn't go because I just felt like too soon. I don't know. Um, And then he now is like planning a whole other one like we're going July 21st to the 25th. Mm-hmm, I can't wait. I can't wait, too. That means I'm coming, too. And I just like that he, like, invited you. Uh-huh. Like, it was, like, a whole... It's obviously, like, a family trip, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, you can invite your friend because my friend's coming, whatever. So, I'm just, like, so fucking excited. I need a break. And I went into work, and I told Doc, I was like, I need those days off. Like, I'm going on vacation. He's like, okay, we'll just close the office. I'm going to go on vacation, too. Good for him. Okay, period. I know. I had no issue, too. I had to go into work, and I was like, um, yeah, I need these three days off, so. And I get paid. Yeah, me, too. I'm going to get paid for it, too. Thank God. Mm. But I'm really excited. And it was cracking me up because, like, I was just saying, like, neither one of us are really planners for real. So her man writes this basically, like, a whole itinerary for us of, like, everything that we need to... Not an itinerary, but, like, a list of, like, things we need to have. And bring. And bring with us How for many this camping outfits trip. we need. Like, literally. Like, that is... That's what I need in my life, too, because what the fuck. I know. And it really is so enjoyable to have someone who, like, has their brain together for the most part. Because mine's, like, always all over the place, All bro. over, yep. So hopefully this is my husband. And I, if he ain't, he is, so. He gonna have to be. Yeah, <laughs> if he ain't, he is. And he just so happens to have some um, good-looking friend. Yep. Who is my age. <laughs> some good-looking friend. 
<laughs> a good looking friend who's my age. I know. I'm hoping that that goes together because he even said something the one day about how he would want to just get like a big house and like his family live in the house, whatever. So then I'm just thinking like me and you have always wanted like a big piece of land with multiple houses yes, on it. Like our old So then land. we can all have this. We can all be on the same land together. I know. Imagine that, bro. Like one house here for y'all, one for me. One for them. One for the fam. Mm-hmm. My God. I'm ready. <laughs> This is just, I feel like we've always talked about that too. It's crazy. I know. But it's why like a lot of the things that like he wants and shit and like just a lot of the things that he says are like things that I've said or like, I don't know. There's just like a lot of like alignment. I was just thinking that in my head. It's very aligned. Everything is very aligned. And I always like, even like him having like certain numbers that he always sees. Like it was so cool when we were at the beach before we got to the beach, um, his grandma found a penny on heads. Mm-hmm. And then when we're on the beach, she's the only one. A bird shit on her. Oh, my God. So we were saying, like, she should have played at the casino, bro. She would have won. That was luck, right? But then we get back to the house. And, like, I just like that they're, like, those types of people. Like, his mom was like, oh, my God, mom. There were so many signs. You didn't, like, play, like, the whatever, like, the lottery uh-huh. or whatever it was. Like, so many signs. So many signs. And, like, I just like that people are, like, open-minded like that. Like, I feel like in my household, no one's really open-minded. Yeah. Like, even when, like, farting, like, whoever farted, like, I remember his mom saying, farting's normal. Like, just so, like, I don't know how to explain, just, like. Like, normal people. Yeah. That think like you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That literally think exactly like me. Not, like, I don't know, it's just crazy that the people that you live with cannot think exactly like you, but people, like, random people that you meet, like. Yeah. You'll feel more comfortable with them, people that, like, you know. Uh Uh-huh. I love this all for you. Truly. Oh, I love it here too. <laughs> and it's the consistency for me, bro. Like he's been so consistent. Yep. The I whole know. time. Yep. Like the same fucking human, bro. And I also really like, like, I feel like in the beginning you were kind of torn, like about going on that first camping trip that you didn't end up going on because you felt like it was soon. But I kind of like that he is just very open to you seeing him in his, like, natural habitat. And around his family and what he cares about. Like, that was kind of one of my issues with my ex, too. I feel like, yes, I was more comfortable kind of, like, keeping things separate, like, while we were getting to know each other and stuff, kids and family and whatever. But I feel like it was almost like the... It was almost like like him not wanting to do it kind of made me feel away. Yeah, because I feel like I've never been with a guy with a kid. Yeah. I don't, I've never had to have, like, that feeling of, oh, my God, I hope they like me or, like, you know? Yeah. It was very fucking nerve-wracking to me, a four-year-old child. <laughs> like, I know. And I don't know scary. why. I don't know why. Even before you went to go meet, like, you met her and stuff, I was like, I know she's gonna like you. I feel like kids always like you. I know. They always like me, but, like, it's just very nerve-wracking. Like, I've never been in that situation. I don't know how to act. I don't know how to be. But it kind of just, like, came natural. It wasn't... It didn't feel, like, forced or fucking weird or, yeah. like... It's just, kids are just so funny because she, like... She said yesterday at the beach, some, we were talking about something about my family. And she looks up and she goes, you have a family? Because <laughs> she just kept saying, Daddy, where did you find her? Where did you find her? 
<laughs> just so funny. And then today, like, she, he was saying, like, you know, she's going home. Her family misses her, whatever. And he was like, you know, we're becoming her second family, but she still has a first one. Aww. And I was like, oh. And even last night after he got her out of the bath, we and her were just sitting on the couch watching fucking Lion King or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he comes out the shower and he gets dressed and he comes in the living room. He's like, look at my sweet angel baby. Like, talking to her. He's like, and then look at my girlfriend. Like, just so lovely, And I fucking <laughs> love it. And I feel like you're not a parent, but I feel like when you see a dad in dad mode, that's super fucking hot. Super and hot. I, <laughs> and I also feel like for a guy having because ch- I feel like for me, if I see a dude interacting with my kids and my kids loving on them and everything like it's just like mutual just like you know they fuck with it makes each other you like them more yes it makes you like it makes me like them more and i feel like for him like seeing you with his kid probably made him like feel more feelings for yeah me. i know mm-hmm. like look at her being so good with my child who i love more than anything on this planet hello <laughs> and she actually likes me which is good so Everybody likes you, Tay. (laughs) I know, but it was still so nerve-wracking. I don't know. It was just different. But I'm just happy that it's over and it's comfortable now and, like, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. I'm ready for my own children. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready for you to have your own children, too. I've had my own children for so long that have been your second children. I mean, like, also, like, your children, but I'm ready for you to have a baby and to go through like your pregnancy with you and same all of it i'm ready and i'm like so ready like if he is the one and like in the future we do have kids like i'm excited to have someone who's so loving yeah because i know men out here like they are not loving during pregnancy they're not fucking like men for real during pregnancy which fucking sucks and it's a shame but that's why like when me and him had that conversation i was kind of like taken back when he said like um yeah, I know pregnancy is for women, but it's also for men too. Remember that time? Oh yeah, when we were all hanging out, that kind of that shocked me a little bit too because I have had such like terrible pregnancies for the most part, and I be, like mostly because I feel like the man was not super involved. And for him to say that, it was like wow, like there are men out there who enjoy that and enjoy want watching, that. like you know, yeah, yeah. and want that, yeah. And even like little shit, like you know me, I always think like twenty thousand steps ahead. But yep, like same. we were leaving <laughs> the beach yesterday, and my belly was hurting, bro. Like on the way back, and I was just sitting there, like he just knew on my face that like something was wrong, and he just kept saying, "Are you okay?" Like whatever. And then he was like at one point just rubbing my belly, and I'm just sitting there thinking like, "Wait till there's a baby in there, man. <laughs> He's gonna be fucking rubbing it all the time." And I love that for me. Yep, and I also can see him fucking feeding you whatever you want. Bro, he already feeds me. He already feeds me so much, always. But they're all like that. Like, even his mom, like, don't leave the house without a fucking snack. Like, don't drive an hour home without bringing a snack with you. I don't know. I just feel like I hope that he is the one for me. And I really do feel like when someone loves you the right way, like, you feel so much better about yourself. Yep. And, like, so comfortable in, like, your skin, just, like, everything. So. Like, you're walking on the clouds. Uh, (laughs) Like, I don't know. I was even telling my dad, like, it's weird. Like, you know me. Like, most days I don't give a fuck. But some days in some locations I give a fuck. Yep. And, like, you know, sometimes at the beach that's where I feel, like, anxious sometimes. Because I'm, like, half naked. And, like, I just feel like there's so many people. Like, I don't know. But, like, yesterday I was just in my fucking two-piece 
two-piece bathing suit and walking up and down the whole fucking ocean in front of all these people. And not even, like, nothing. Like, I didn't even care to, like, fix my bathing suit when the waves hit me. Like, I was just doing my thing. Like, so comfortable and, like, in my own world. That's good. Not giving a fuck. That's good. Yeah. (sighs) And I feel like he gives that energy, too. Like, he's very confident in himself. So, I feel like that, like... Makes you more confident in yourself, too. Mm -hmm. And when he, like, I don't know, just constantly tells you how good you look, it helps. I know, but you are a bad bitch. I know. Most days I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Some days I need to be told a little bit extra, you Uh know? And that's why I feel like there's no time limit on nothing, people. I feel like it's like when you feel it is fucking right and ready. Like, even in the beginning of this, I was like sleeping over. I'm like, am I too doing too much right now? Like, it just feels right. I'm just doing it. You just fucking do what the fuck feels right to you and that's it. Yeah, and that's what I told you too. Like, stop thinking about it so much. Just fucking go with it. Life is life, bro. I know. And I feel like there really is no time limit. Like, we were laying in bed the one day and I just looked at him and I was like, I feel like I'm going to love you soon. And I just feel like when there's someone who's so fucking good, bro, and just like, I don't know. Like, I li- he knows everything I need, bitch, without me having to say shit. It's easy to fall in love when someone is like learning you and, and actually, yes, and actually putting in the effort and actually likes you. I saw this Period. post on fucking Justin LaVoy. Did you see that one? And it was like, um, date men that actually like you. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. there was one that made like a list and it was saying like, if he's doing this, like it's because he doesn't like you. If he's doing this, it's because he doesn't like you. If he's doing this, like going on and yeah. on, it's because uh-huh. he doesn't fucking like you. Yeah. And I feel like you don't realize that like, they just don't fucking like you until you're with someone who fucking, who fucking really likes, likes you. you. Yeah. <laughs> so moral of the story, go find someone who fucking likes you. Mm-hmm. And live happily ever after. That's it. That's all. And don't settle for less than someone who is, like, obsessed with you. I feel. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. Preaching to the people on podcasts, you will. <laughs> Are we always? <laughs> so I'm at work the other day. Mm-hmm. And I get a text from you. <laughs> <laughs> that you that a truck just ran you off the road. <laughs> Care to explain? <laughs> so me being the good friend i am i got off work early and Alyssa, you know players fuck up sometimes she forgot her lunch at home. <laughs> she said players fuck up i made it though so progress i made me a whole nice salad i cooked myself some grilled chicken she some, just forgot it at home just forgot it you know <laughs> It'd be like that. So she was like, would it be super fucking annoying for you to bring me my lunch? And, like, I work right down the road. I have to, like, pass basically over here to, like, go home. So whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. So I come here. I roll us a nice blunt to smoke. I was looking forward to that on my lunch break. And here I come with her fucking salad and a blunt. And I'm coming, driving. And I'm in the left lane in this fucking big-ass truck. Like, I don't even know what kind of truck it was. It was a big-ass truck. It was like a dump truck. Yeah. Not like an 18-wheeler, but like a dump truck. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. a fucking dump truck (laughs) is in the right lane. I'm in the left. And um, just basically starts coming into my lane, bro. And the only thing on the other side of me was curb. So, I'm like honking my horn and hitting the brakes and shit. And I just, he just kept coming. He just fucking kept going, bro, and just smushed the shit out of me, hit me, 
and then like made a quick right and I just started following him. I followed him for like a good 10 minutes because there was no way in hell he was getting away and I was paying for that. After you texted me that that happened, I was watching your location and I'm like, bro, where the fuck is she going? Like, you weren't texting me back because I guess you were driving and following him. And I was and on watching nine one one. Yes, and I was watching your location for a good few minutes and I'm like, bro, like she's where the fuck is she going? I knew that you had to have been following him or something because you were not pulled over. No, and all my fucking like my mirror and shit pieces of it have to still be there. Yeah. Because it's fucking gone. He just yeah. hit me, and I didn't even get to check my car. Nothing. Thank God it still moved. I, I, I just know that it was moving, and I was following him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm terrible. Because the first thing I do is call Lorenzo. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he going to do from, like, an hour away? Nothing. And I'm like, dude, someone just ran me off the road. Like, I was bugging out, and he's like, you need to call 911. And I was like, okay, I'll call you back. Bye. <laughs> so I fucking called 911. And, like, I'm just telling her, like, play-by-play the whole time. Like, but it was annoying because he kept making it seem like he was going to turn or something. And then last minute going, like, a different way to be a dick. Like, he was trying to ditch you. Yeah. Yeah. But I was not half, like, having that. Like, right idea, wrong bitch, bro. Maybe it was someone else. Mm -hmm. You could have got away with that. But I'll be on that ass, bro. I am not paying for that shit. No, hell no. (laughs) I am not. I'm not even paying my fucking deductible for that shit. At $2,000. Fuck that. No. But, yeah. And then he finally pulled over, so I just pulled, like, long ways in front of him so that he couldn't fucking leave. And I don't know, I think I texted you, I don't know when I texted you, before I got there, I think, right? Yeah, and I asked you if you wanted me to come, and then I was sitting in hella traffic, left on my lunch break to come get you and rescue my salad, and (laughs) (laughs) so I pull up, and all I see is cops, you pulled over, the big-ass dump truck, two people that were in the truck whatever standing outside the car and i know and lorenzo and my dad both told me like i need to fucking chill out because i have no fear in my heart when i'm fucking fired up like that bitch like they could have been they kept telling me they could have been anybody like i literally pulled over got like long ways in front of their truck and homeboy sitting in the passengers i mean in the driver's seat and the other guy in the passenger seat and his door was kind of open but not like, it was opened, but it was still closed, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I literally put my f- fucking hand on the handle, and I just opened the door and started screaming at him. No. <laughs> like, it just started going the fuck off on him. Like, no fear in my heart. Like, he, he could have really shot my ass or something. Something. You got so close. And I was on the phone 911 still, so if they did anything, they would have got the whole thing. But, yeah, I don't give a fuck, bro. That's crazy. I don't. I just feel like, you, are you dumb? Are we kidding? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? And then he really tried to tell the cop he wasn't driving and that he was in the left lane, not the right lane. And the cop was like, why the fuck would the damage be on that side of her car? Um, So now my car is just so fucked up. And it was supposed to be fixed on Monday from the first hit and run I got into. And now I can't drop it off. So I have to wait. At least it's a company vehicle and you don't have to worry about chasing somebody's, like, private insurance and shit. And you can just... Hopefully. Yeah. Because if they're hiring people with no license and fucking fake names and shit, what the fuck kind of company are you? I don't know. That's why, like, when I walked up to the truck, like, the boy in the back, not the boy, man, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He was just very small. (laughs) He was just sitting there looking stressed, bitch. Like, 
pants on his head, like stressing out. Because he was just in the car the whole time too after they hit you and then you following them and shit. He was probably like, yo, pull over. What are you doing, bro? That's why I told him like the dude kept the driver kept lying to the cop. I looked over at the passenger. I'm like, bro, just tell your homeboy to stop lying. Just tell him to tell the truth. And he's like, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Like, yeah, you do, because you're here, buddy. You do. So, yeah, I'm very upset. My car is fucking duct tape. And the duct tape isn't even holding. And every time <laughs> I drive, I hear it going. And it's fucking terrible and so embarrassing. And I know every time I drive, someone's staring at it. Because <laughs> I would be. I would be. Terrible. And then every time, like, someone drives, like, an asshole or something, like, I'm and their car's dented, I'm always that person, like, yeah, that's why your fucking car is smashed, you bitch. <laughs> me too. And, like, people are probably thinking that about me, but it really isn't me. It's really other people don't know how to fucking drive. Yep. After I got into my car accident, I was driving around my car with a big fucked up ass door not closing all the way for, like, two months, and I was so embarrassed. I was like, I know people are looking at me. Like, this brand new car, this bitch yep. got it all fucked up already. Yep. They always think that it's you. Yeah. And, like, really, it's not. Yeah, that Nobody knows fault. how to drive. Yep. And I've never been in accidents ever. I've never been in an accident besides when someone else was driving. Yeah. <laughs> like I know. an accident. And then you got two back to back. That's kind of how I felt too. I have like I was in that one accident back in 2015. My car was totaled. Somebody hit me going through an intersection. Whatever. And then when I got this new car, I feel like the first time that I got, like, as soon as I had it, someone merged into me, like, in a lane on a highway, like, yep. barely scraped the side of my car. And then I get into this accident where my whole door gets fucked up. Like, it's just crazy, bro. I just hate people and I hate how they fucking drive. Yeah. And that's why I can't even control myself when I start screaming at them, bro. Because are you fucking stupid? Like, are you dead ass? Are you stupid or are you dumb? <laughs> Which one? I get so fucking mad, bro. I just couldn't believe that. Like, I was in shock and, like, adrenaline. My heart, I was shaking when I still got, like, oh, my God. I know. Are you ready for some high vibes? Yeah. I feel like I've gotten that card before. That one just jumped out. It's empowerment. I feel like this looks like Olivia Benson. Yes, bro. <laughs> I think that, too. It's fucking Olivia. I swear. I always thought that, but I'm the only one. Have we gotten this card? Yeah, I on the podcast it before. Yeah, I know, maybe not on the podcast, but I know we've gotten it. Whoa! And I like that. I think these are the same ones. A lot of these. Remember, fucking Lorenzo got these. This is a lot, though. Yeah, I was just gonna take the first one, the inspiration one, but whatever. Okay. This one. Mm. I feel you like that's shuffle? you. Yeah, I know. What does it say? Flow. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I kind of just picked it and flipped it over. This is too many. Wow. Nature. Okay. Choice. Strength. This only got sleep, but I don't really know if I need sleep. <laughs> you had enough sleep. <laughs> Do I need to know anything here? That one fell right between my toes. This is dreams and new beginnings. Wow. Mm -hmm. This is so many cards. I know. Do you want to read yours? I'll read mine. Yeah. 
So the first card I have is New Beginnings. It says, this card brings a brand new chapter to your life. You've already noticed challenges or even breakdowns in relationships that have always been familiar to you, both at work and in other situations. This is because you're at a turning point in your life and certain factors need to leave before the good stuff can come in. It's been a long, hard slog, but there is a glimmer of hope sparkling in the distance that indicates a destiny you've been wishing for. New ideas, successful projects, and golden opportunities await. You have a second chance. Throw caution to the wind and trust in the great mystery as you walk into your future. Okay, I love that. I love a new beginning. Me too. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Psychic abilities. You're experiencing a great shift in your personal energy and what you once found attractive no longer appeals to you as your sensitivity increases. Everything that you're feeling is entirely natural for it's your wish and desire to evolve spiritually that has brought you these changes. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Everything that you're feeling is entirely natural for it's your wish and desire to evolve spiritually that has brought about these changes in you. As you connect with your angels and guides, practice meditation, say daily prayers, and live in your truth, your vibrational frequency rises to match that of which you now seek. The psychic phenomenon you've experienced is real. It's time to trust in the subtle messages of the spirit as the new spiritual doorways open to awaken your psychic abilities. And then it says down here, your intuition is correct. This is your path. Wow. Okay. Okay, universe. And 111, that's my number. Uh-huh. And that is intuition. That's what yep. that number is for. I know. So, like, always. Everything is always so aligned, bitch. <laughs> I love that for you. Prosperity. Another one says it's been a long, hard slog, and you wonder if you'll ever reap the benefits of what you worked so diligently for. Oh and God. that card said long, yep. hard slog. As you face financial responsibility, a little extra cash would certainly be very welcome at this time. Remain calm and courageous for your constant worry and concerns are about to be a thing of the past as successful and flourishing circumstances beckon. The energy of affluence surrounds you, signaling that financial success is yours for the taking. Wealth is knocking on your door and asks you to invite in a little luxury for this is the most prosperous time. Stop focusing on money. You'll be supplied with what you need. Be careful what you wish for. A luxurious deal is on offer. Okay. <laughs> okay. I could use some extra money. The hell? <laughs> Last one. It says you have an important life purpose and it's time to stop playing it safe. You always felt different and special, but life has just gotten in the way. Even though you felt a calling, you're not actually sure what you're meant to do. The light of your inner knowing beckons you to take the steps to embark on a new task while embracing a positive attitude. As the sun comes out to greet you, it highlights the path you're to take. There may be diversions along the way, but each is designed to fuel you with the gifts of experience that your soul requires in order for you to complete your mission. This one says, trust in your intuition. Oh my God. Fucking weird. They're all connected. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first one I got is inspiration. Inspiration beckons you to trust in your imagination for this is the gateway to real magic and a world that you wish to light up. Call upon the spirits of the air to stimulate your mind and illuminate any creative ideas. A flash of inspiration to bring about a brilliant revelation would change your course and is reflected in your thoughts and dreams. Focus and follow up on your intensiveness and innovation. Allow your inner creativity to be expressed. Take long walks to clear the mind and allow nature to truly inspire you. So throw caution to the wind and watch as your visions manifest into reality. So you too become someone to aspire to. Which, and, and this, this is, also says nature. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
The next one is closure. It's time to get out of a situation and aim for one that better suits your needs. <laughs> you may feel obliged to stay, hoping things will get better or out oh of a sense God. of loyalty. Stop hesitation in the shadows and withdraw immediately. With an exclamation point in everything. <laughs> immediately. Live in the future and stop trying to recreate the past. Trust your instincts in this one and embrace the lesson for all shall be well. As this door... As this door closes, a window of light will open up to a brighter experience. Say farewell to negativity, control, and disempowerment as you finally make a determined effort to let go. It's time to do a disappearing act. Period. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They take all that energy out of your life, like I told you. I know. It's a sign. It is a sign. I'm the sign. <laughs> All right, this one is empowerment. You have so many strengths, and yet you allow others to take away your power. Wow. When your words are dismissed and your actions are mocked, your light fades because you don't stand up to be counted. You may silently say to yourself that everything is fine, that you know the real truth, but the universe requires you to stamp your authority so that you can grow fully into the wise one that you truly are, the wisdom keeper that others are waiting to turn to. By working with the element of fire to purge any fears that hold you back, you're more able to stay, step fully into your power with Salamander, the elemental guardian of fire, as your ally. Wow. That was good. That was good. Oh, my God. What? First sentence. It says, this card is about manifestation. It is wonderful to know that you can release your unhappiness. Please trust that you can hold the power to be happy. Your healing is hinged on how you view the world. If you feel unhappy or unlucky, you may benefit from committing to a more positive attitude. You have fallen into a pattern of limited thinking that doesn't allow you to see your inner beauty. This card also suggests that you often find yourself in situations that trigger past issues. Perhaps it is time for you to heal those issues. Be open to messages and signs that are continually part of your reality. Allow yourself to see the blessings. Trust that you are given opportunity to grow and learn so you can release what doesn't work and call in what your true desires are. Wow. Pretty good. I feel like all your cards' messages are, like, similar. And they're all so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Strength is the next one. Unexpected change can leave you feeling unstable, anxious, and unclear of what to do next or what is most important right now. This is a normal human response to reclaim your life and tap into your wisdom. Connect to the strength of your heart and mind. Inner strength is the resilient certainty that comes forth when you believe in yourself. Your strength shows up in different ways, such as willpower, positive attitude, trust, and self-resilience. It is the encouraging reflection and appraisal of yourself that makes you feel moral, competent, and bold. The things you do to create inner peace can also help you find strength. Affirm your spiritual values. Spend time out in nature. Do something to nourish yourself. Take time away from your work. What you feed your mind, either knowingly or unknowingly, impacts how you connect to others, to the world, and to yourself. Until you train your mind, you'll go through life unable to access your greatest potential, power, and well-being. Another one that's kind of like the other ones. Yep, and also nature again. And things we've been talking about, like how I've been working on like my positive instead of my negative thoughts, yep. everything. Yep. And I feel like, I don't even know if this sounds corny because like we really do wait till the end of the episode to pull the cards. But I feel like every time we have an episode and then the card pull at the end, I feel like it's all full circle. Like mm -hmm. the cards are kind of affirming everything we just talked about. I know. It's very weird. It is weird. <laughs> okay, this one is choice. Somewhere along the way, you have given up your right to decide. This can happen for reasons. You may have quit making choices under the pretext of being agreeable or putting someone else's needs before your own. It may be the decision that 
it may be the decision making is too overwhelming right now. You have so many options. Each choice you make can take you closer or further from your desire. So it is imperative that you start exercising your power of choice. If you feel confused about a decision, evaluate what is going on. Come up with a list of possible outcomes. Make your list as long and elaborate as you need. Ask yourself what is blocking your ability to decide. Are you trying to please someone else? Are you afraid of making a wrong choice? Choosing not to decide is a choice. Decide to make a healthy choices that meet your needs and desires. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. That's definitely y'all. your card. Yeah, it was. Weird. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that, like, because I kind of have been feeling like that over the past, like, few months. I almost feel like not as, like, me as I usually am I don't know like kind of just more like anxious maybe not maybe I don't know if anxious would be the word but just more like in a shell almost like not I don't know I don't know how to explain like Um, almost like not as confident in myself as like I usually am I feel like just so many things which is weird because you've never been like that. I know. Not weird, but, you know, weird for you. I, because... Weird for me. Yeah. Okay. Last one is nurture. Oh, this it says nurture, not nature. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, this whole time we thought it said nature. Oh my God, dumb as fuck. Okay, so nurture, (laughs) nurture, not nature. It says no matter what is going on in your being, it is vital to nourish and nurture yourself. This may mean learning how to listen to your needs. The card is asking you to balance the attention you give to the people and situations around you with the attention you give yourself. This balance will help you make healthier choices for yourself. Do something daily that is just for you. The way you choose to nurture yourself will be unique to you. You may feel the urge to exercise, to take a long bath, to have a massage, or to curl up under your favorite blanket. You might choose to go to sleep at an earlier time. The most important aspect of self-nurture is giving yourself permission to make healthful choices. Maintaining a daily flow of self-nourishment will help you in many ways. Once a nurturing practice is in place, your energy levels will be higher and more consistent. This will lead to a better this will lead to better decision making. Wow. Okay. Still a good card for everything. definitely, yeah, definitely still a good card, even though we, we thought, thought it said nature. How does that even happen? I don't know because we're both like high and like low key dumb. <laughs> I'd be on the low key dumb part. I know, and it's also kind of like you know, like scripty and whatever. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. <laughs> tired it's been real bye and subscribe (laughs) bye